today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The good news, the sigh of relief, of course, being felt all over the world is the Berlin attack suspect, the Christmas market uh, terrorist, uh, has been killed by police near Milan, Italy. To get the latest on all of this, David Harris is with us in Cygnus Strategic Group, a terrorism expert, and he is with us now. Hello, hello, David. How are you today? Hello, Scott. Doing well, thanks. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Uh, are you surprised how quickly they caught this suspect? Well, uh, one could debate whether this indeed is very quick and uh, whether it's certainly quick enough. When you look at the really mixed history of things on the investigative side, if we recall, this was an individual, according to reports, who had been under serious surveillance as a pretty definite threat back up till about September. And then it appears that surveillance was called off. When you get then into the post-killing phase, in other words, after the truck massacre in Germany, um, there are some interesting investigative questions that arise, one of which would be, how could it have been that in the face of what could, one could imagine only to have been the most uh, exhaustive manhunt in Germany and across Europe, that this individual would have wound up somehow in Milan, Italy, uh, open borders, anyone? Uh, this, again, will raise some questions about the, uh, the Schengen arrangement within continental Europe, uh, uh, allowing for, of course, the free flow of people and goods, but it also has clear ramifications for uh, the internal security of uh, the European community in general. Beyond that, there will be questions about what this individual, who's the suspected killer driver, may have been doing in the weeks and months before the actual attack, when it was said that he may have gone underground. He seems to have spent a fair amount of time in uh, the northern part of Germany, perhaps near the borderlands of uh, Belgium, and so on. And, of course, the second you mention that, you are perhaps drawn to recollections of the serious problems that Belgium has been having, including interaction of criminal organizations and terror organizations, the terror organizations, at least at times, uh, having been reliant on criminal ones for weapons, some of which seem to have come through Belgium. So one can only imagine the complexity of the investigations that will be required, and those investigations may additionally uh, impose on authorities an obligation to figure out, in the face of this large manhunt that we've described, uh, whether there were any Confederates involved that may have assisted in any way the movement of uh, this suspect, now dead, from Germany into Italy. That's obviously my next question. Uh, how did he get from point A to point B, and could he have done that working alone? It is very interesting, and, you know, question after question naturally arises. One intriguing thing that might seem a little alien to us is the fact that the um, media, and I suppose authorities, were not allowed, as I understand it, by law, German law, to publish photos of the suspects without, I think, his eyes being covered. Uh, they weren't allowed to publish his surname, uh, even as they were engaged in this possibly life-and-death manhunt. Didn't the rest of us see that information? I think ultimately we did. And what appears to have happened, things are a bit sketchy, 
But what appears to have happened is that there may have been a change in German law affected on Wednesday or thereabouts, likely at least in part in relation to this incident, that may then have facilitated what we all eventually saw. But you can see that there would be issues arising here that relate to the capacity of any number of nation states, not necessarily excluding Canada, to come to grips with the reality of what we're facing and how we may have to make some adjustments and allowances in law or elsewhere for that reality. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.